Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The off-season is here. Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-Backs podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montilla. Of course, I am your mayor of PHNX. This guy is my vice mayor. He's also your thunderstick, the one and only Jesse Friedman. No more baseball, Derek. It's it's terrible. We hate it. We don't like it. We only have a little bit of fall baseball we left. Do have a we have a little bit of fall like baseball. That. We want more of that. We need more of that. But, uh, of course, this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Hello to our friend Charles Woodall Pike. It was great to see you, my friend, this weekend out on left field at Sloan Park for the Arizona Fall League. Charles is a, is a true PHNX faithful. Oh, he's the best. Through. He is. I, I don't... I, I need to know if you actually watch any other shows or any other programs. I don't think he has PHNX any time. I think but. Charles just consumes all PHNX content and I somehow he's it. content with that I and doesn't feel it. like he needs any other entertainment Why do in his you? life. What, so you, what else do you need? I like to think we're we're entertaining enough out here so that you don't really need anything Spend else Spend the rest of the life, time with so. your family. You know, we're not, we're not on all the time, right? There's some times where we're not on. And uh, speaking of that, once the Arizona Fall League season ends, actually, next week, we are going to return to our one p.m. time slot so we hope that makes it easier for some of you guys to catch us uh look for us then next week so that's where we will be but of course uh that we're not talking about next week we're talking about this week because it was opt in opt out season excuse me opt out season yesterday uh we got the remaining free agencies for major league baseball uh the list uh contained an arizona diamondback this time arizona diamondbacks pitcher zach davies uh, has opted out as expected and will become a free agent or technically has become a free agent. Uh, th- this will be one of the most uh, robust free agency seasons that we've seen, right, Jesse? Pre- a lot of yeah. lot of big names on the market versus like what we saw last offseason. I mean, Aaron Judge and right Jacob DeGrom opted out and there's some there's some big names out there, right? Um, so yeah, I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun winter. Um, it should be much better than last year for a number of reasons, not the least of which is that we don't anticipate a lockout happening, uh, this off season, which should, <laughs> should make the off season substantially more interesting. Why would you even put that out there in the universe? Of course we're not expecting Because that. I don't know, because like, what was it? 11 months ago, the baseball universe shut down oh, and I, awful. I just, I, I don't know now that it's over, we can look back and say like, Hey, I'm glad we're not in that situation That's anymore. Very true. Um, That's very true. But yeah, it should be a fun off season. No surprises with, with Zach Davies, uh, opting out. Uh, Josh Hunt says Zach Davies no. winning the Cy Young no, next Josh, year with the Dodgers. No. no doubt. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't, I don't know if, um, 
that certainly wasn't a surprise. Uh, Zach Davies opting out is something no. that uh, our good friend Evan Thompson had reported uh, a few weeks back. Uh, no surprises there. I think it was easy to see that coming from miles away. Um, I believe his option for next year is for $1.5 million. And given that Zach Davies pitched to around a four ERA and was reasonably durable for the, for the Diamondbacks this season, um, I know he he had some incentives in his contract, and I think he wound up making a little bit more money because of that. But uh, next year, he's worth more than than that, right? right. Uh, he's still reasonably young. And outside of his his 2021 season with the Cubs, Zach Davies has been a pretty productive pitcher throughout basically his entire career. So right. uh, he's just worth more than 1.5, and and no surprises there. It's possible we could still see him in a D-backs uniform. It's possible, but not likely. I think the Arizona Diamondbacks do have other options. And, I mean, like you said, he was good for this team this season, right? Free agency is much like this beer right here, right? This beer was in the refrigerator. Look at it. It's all dented in. It looks like it might have like open, been opened a little bit already. Whatever, right? Uh, see, this beer didn't have a lot of value to a lot of people. Uh, they bypassed this beer. But to me, this beer has value. I, I, I love beer. And whether they're dented in or not, I'm still going to drink it. This might explode all over the place. I don't know. might have no carbonation at all. This might be the grossest <laughs> beer I've ever drank. See, that's what you get sometimes when you pick up a Zach Davies, right? You don't know what it's going to be. Is it going to be the dented in thing that was with the Cubs? Or is it going to be a beer that... Mm. I think the analogy is complete, it's, but like it's very flat. It's a very disgusting beer. I would have, <laughs> I, I, I failed in free agency when it came to acquiring this beer. That's and that's what can happen with you. Yeah, but that's no. why I have two beers. See, so now this one sucks, and it's going to go over there and probably in the drain. And now I'm going <laughs> to drink this one. So hopefully, this free agent I picked up works out better for me. Right. So, so do you have like a, a player comp for each of those beers? Oh yeah, like, there's definitely an incentive based contract with both of these beers, <laughs> and that one is not going to make the cut. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll tell you somebody who is going to make the cut. Trey Turner, who is a free agent, uh, not only is hitting the free agent market as a big name, but he is hitting it in a spectacular way uh, with a sizzle reel sent out by his agency, CAA, Creative Artists, Art art Agency, Creative Artists Industry Agency. I don't know. But anyway, it's, it's too creative, right? Uh, they sent out a sizzle reel narrated by John Hamm. Uh, to teams, every team in baseball got this sizzle reel, and uh, they really are trying to make him stand out. I think because of obviously how robust this particular free agency class is. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. How do you feel about this? Like sending out a ridiculous. sizzle reel? Like <laughs> it's kind I don't of know. I don't know. It feels like kind of a reach. Like you're trying a little bit too hard. It kind of get like. Like, oh, Trey Turner might not get what, what we want him to get in yeah. free agency. Yeah. So let's go out there and send him, yeah, send everyone this video. Like, do as much marketing as we can. Watch games. I yeah. don't know. Like, yeah. you have scouts. You know what Trey Turner could do. You can look at his numbers and his war. There's no reason to send this out. It seems I mean, like the kind of thing that would maybe appeal to fans more than anything else. This like is getting, a very getting LA fans on board. Do. This is a very Los Angeles, Hollywood-produced thing that, like, Again, I mean, an agency that probably has a lot of actors also under it as well thought would help his free agency. I don't know. Maybe yeah, we're talking about it, right? We're not talking about Aaron Judge's sizzle reel, but sure. I'm just saying. But you and I aren't in a position to actually give the players these money that they want. I don't like know, the, though. the People, target, the target audience is not us. Hey, At least did, it shouldn't be. This is what's <laughs> happening in, in offices all around Major League Baseball. Did you see that trade turn? Yeah. <laughs> it's happening, Jesse. Whether it's a big deal or not, it's happening. I don't know, but uh, there were a number of free agents uh, or players that opted out to become free agents on day two, which would be yesterday. Xander Bogarts, Carlos Correa, Nelson Cruz, Jacob deGrom, 
Drixon Profar, Carlos Rodon, Robert Suarez, and Taiwan Walker all apted out yesterday. A lot of names from the NL West there, right? So uh, yeah, could be good to see them move on potentially out of the NL West. Or uh, the one question I was going to ask you was, do we think we see any of these names potentially land in Arizona? Mm. Uh, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> I think Robert Suarez is interesting. He had a really, really good year okay. for, uh, for the Padres. Uh, great story, international signing for them. And he really was spectacular this year for San Diego. We saw him in the postseason pitch really, really <laughs> well. Um, so he would be the one name I'm inter- I'm interested in. I do think he's going to get a pretty decent contract just based on how good he was yeah. this season. Um, so he might be priced out of where, where the Diamondbacks are really looking, what the Diamondbacks are really looking to spend. But, uh, yeah, I don't think you're going to see, uh, Carlos Rodon sign with the Diamondbacks. I I don't think most of those names, I don't, I just don't think it would make sense for them. What about Kenley Jansen? No, 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 no. I mean, isn't Kenley Jansen like kind of sort of another Mark Melanson in, in some ways. Like I, that's why, I would that's say, why he seems like a perfect fit for this team to be disappointing I, as I an Arizona say, Diamondback. <laughs> I think he's a step above just in terms of, I mean, like he, the career that he's had and the dominance that he's had at times. Mark Melanson's had some great years too. Um, I think I would put Kenley Jansen in a tier higher than that. And, and he's coming off a good year, right? He had 41 saves for the Braves. He had a 3.38 ERA. So he was... He was good, but again, you're you're going to be paying a lot for that just yeah. because of how yeah. big of a name he is. You're going to be paying more than you paid Mark Melanson, and I think the Diamondbacks are targeting velocity. That's a big thing that they're targeting here, and that's not Kenley Jansen is not really a guy who fits that mold at this stage of his career. He sure. doesn't throw you know upper nineties. He doesn't touch a hundred miles an hour at this point. So I would be pretty surprised if if that's something that they considered. I think the reason why is because, again, the Arizona Diamondbacks uh, don't seem very poised to do much in the free agent market. And it's one of those times where I I don't hold it against them, right? This is going to be a crazy free agency uh, period. And people are going to get paid a tremendous amount more probably than they're worth. I mean, that's what free agency is, right? (laughs) No, but I mean, like, especially this year, because, you know, there's going to be teams that are going to have money set aside to try to win over a big name free agent. Yeah, they're inevitably not going to get that person to sign. And then they're just going to want to outbid somebody for one of the top free agents. It's just the way, like you said, it's the way it goes every year. But I don't want the Diamondbacks to get caught up in that because I don't feel like 2023 is necessarily their season to add that big name and get over that hump. Sure. I still feel like 2024 might line up a little bit better. Or 2025, of course, as we've discussed, is their World Series season. Brett, but Brett Lee Johnson is convinced. Yeah, 2025 World Series he's champion. Not wrong about that. He's not wrong about that. <laughs> but uh, it does. It, it does go back to the old thing of like, if you're not going to contend, why spend a ton of money on somebody, especially like you know, bring on another contract the size of Madison Bumgarner's um, yeah. when you're not ready. To yeah, be at that point, yeah. That, that's just entirely out of the question. The Diamondbacks aren't going to give someone a four or five year contract. Yeah. It, I just there's just no way that that happens. Um, it was interesting. The uh, it's not the winter meetings yet, but the GM meetings are happening right now. I believe in Las Vegas. Um, and uh, Nick Picoro over at the Arizona Republic wrote a story earlier. He talked with Mike Hazen about some of his thoughts going into that. Uh, I think that story published earlier earlier today. Um, and Mike Hazen said a lot of the same things that we've already heard. So there wasn't necessarily a whole lot of new information, but 
he said that he kind of feels like like he wants to win, right? Like Mike Hazen is really tired of losing. Uh, he said on the last day of media availability that he wants to not be the young team. He doesn't just want to be the young team. He wants to be the winning team. And so at this stage, the Diamondbacks are in a position where they want to take that next step. Um, but it seems like Mike Hazen is is also kind of pulling back and saying like, yes, I'm deep down. I want to be aggressive uh, this offseason, but I also know that that can be hurtful at times. Uh, he pointed specifically to when the Diamondbacks went and got Starling Marte and traded two very good prospects at the time in uh, Leo Verpaguero and Brennan Malone, who are still pretty decent prospects at this point. Um, and it didn't really work out for for the D-backs in some way. Starling Marte was a great player, uh, but the Diamondbacks wound up not being nearly as good as they thought they were going to be. And then they, you know, they traded Starling Marte for penny on the dollars after that. So, I think Mike Hazen does want to be aggressive, and I, it, from what he said, it sounds like he's going to go in with an aggressive mindset, but he also is wary of some of the mistakes that have been made in the past, not just in his regime, but the Diamondbacks franchise as a whole has this narrative of like pushing in the chips a little bit too much at times when the team wasn't really ready, so uh, we'll have to see what the approach looks like. Michael said, also, I have to feel like uh, Mike Hazen is thinking like a man with his job on the line. No, I I, I don't know. I don't I, think so. I don't think, I don't so, think so. I also don't think that that's a priority to him at this point. I mean, I think Mike Hazen has had a tremendously hard year. Uh, he's probably dealt with uh, probably the most difficult year of his entire life. Um, yeah. So I, I doubt at this point that, you know, Feeling like his job was on the line is something that's going to make him, I guess, do something desperate to win or do something that's going to like swing for the fences as far as a free agency acquisition or something like that. So, yeah, um, but I don't know. I Ben said uh, earlier in the comments, uh, what do we feel about Tyler Anderson? I feel like he's kind of underrated. Tyler Anderson's an incredible pitcher, um, and I don't think that the Dodgers are going to let him go very easily either. But uh, yeah, I mean. He's going to get paid. He's going to get I mean, paid after the no season matter he what. just had. Yeah. I don't know. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if the Dodgers let him go. Uh, in some ways, that's kind of part of their approach is like, go get guys on the cheap. And then yeah. once they become free agents, then potentially let them walk. Yeah. Um, we'll have to see what happens there. But going back to Hazen, I... I do think he's like, I don't think there's much leash left. Like, I don't, I don't think, I don't want to make it sound like Mike Hazen is, you know, has done such a good job that there's, there's no way that the Diamondbacks would possibly consider moving on from him in the next year or two. I don't think he's at that point. He said earlier during the season that, that we don't have any mulligans left talking about him and Tori Lovello, uh, them kind of being this, this GM, um, manager duo that came into the organization back in 2016. So, I, yeah, I, I don't want to make it sound like Mike Hazen's job is is super, super safe. Sure. But I also don't think it's like, you know, win 85 games next year or you're out. I, yeah. I think the, the D-backs are too well positioned for the future. They have too many young assets to possibly look at this organization as like an all-out failure right now. Uh, we were just talking yesterday about the D-backs being like possibly the most promising franchise in Arizona sports right now. Uh, just because of how bright the future is and how exciting some of their young players are. Uh, Matt Huff in the comments said, Dodgers have said in some pressers they believe the farm is coming up sooner rather than later. Probably won't see a ton of big money moves from them unless that's posturing. Could be posturing. They they have the money to spend it at any point. So that's one thing that yeah. they're never going to shy away from being in the 
uh, in the talks for somebody. There's a good chance that they replace Trey Turner with Carlos Correa. So it's not right they're, like they're going to downgrade if they lose a, a big player. Maybe they see something more in Carlos Correa. I don't know. Trey Turner has been incredible. And maybe his asking price is just going to be too high for the Dodgers at this point where they might be able to get Carlos Correa a bit cheaper. Uh, I also think that the Dodgers haven't really had that much success with spending all the money on the big free agents. Don't get me wrong. They've acquired some amazing guys, and they've definitely decided to yeah. make Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman a part of their, you know, uh, of their system going forward. But there was that story that came out about Freddie Freeman, you know, kind of text messaging uh, his team and such about, like, just kind of letting people down. And, like, it's kind of crazy oh, yeah. because – Freddie Freeman has been an incredible baseball player. And I think that even when you get to a team like the Dodgers, sometimes you're such a superstar like him and Mookie Betts are that even though it should be kind of spread out amongst everybody on the team, you do carry the weight of it on your shoulders because everybody's looking at you still as the best guy on one of the best teams, right? That's a lot of pressure. And and I can understand where he's coming from, but it's also yeah. completely not necessary because Freddie Freeman is an incredible person and a baseball player. I think he's just going through a lot with the move from Atlanta to the Dodgers, and there's just a lot of emotions yeah, involved yeah, in that, you know? Right. Um, but, of course, this guy next to me is going to keep you updated on all of the free agency uh, goings-ons with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Can I, can I give a little, little article preview? Please do. Yeah, I'd love so that. I spoke with Jordan Lawler yesterday. That's right. In you had a, a lovely in an conversation interview, with him. I did, and you won't find this interview anywhere else, so that should be up today or tomorrow so be be on the lookout there for that you one. go get that if you don't have a membership already go get a membership over at gophnx.com you can get an annual membership and you'll get a free t-shirt over at the phnxlocker.com like this good boy cody behind me uh you can get whatever shirt you want you also get yourself a discount over at the phnx locker as a member uh either as an annual member or the month-to-month membership month-to-month members will get their first month for just 50 cents and regardless of your membership status you will get members only access to our discord which is the best place to be an Arizona sports fan, as well as members only access uh, or invites to our events, uh, special things we got going on, all sorts of calendar stuff. It's that we were, we're always having fun around here. Uh, Home run derby uh, was a blast, by the way. I want to sh- give a shout out to everybody, Chris, uh, Gabriel, uh, our friend, uh, uh, Charles Woodall Pike, everybody that came out. It was great to see you guys. And uh, I, I hope we can, do more stuff like that together. So make sure to join us. Also, if you're watching right now on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel, make sure to subscribe, uh, like this video, sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss when any of our wonderful shows go live. And of course, if you're listening to us on your favorite audio podcasting app, be sure to subscribe to us there as well and leave us a review. We thank you so much for it. Uh, your reviews to us are our awards. Your five-star reviews every time feel like we got a Cy Young Award, uh, like we didn't get snubbed for a Cy Young Award, and you know where I'm going with this, but award season is here also, just like the opt-out season is here. MLB released their finalists for MVP, Manager of the Year, Rookie of the Year, and of course, Cy Young. And there was no Zach Gallen on the Cy Young finalist list. The NL Cy Young is Sandy Alcantara, uh, Max Fried, and Julio Urias. Jesse, are what you, the fuck? Are you, are you surprised? Did you think Zach Allen would be in there? I did. Okay. I did. Did you? I was very, I was probably like 40, 60, like 40% yes, 60% no. Okay. Because the competition is just really, so good. is really good. So good. Sandy Alcantara is going to win. There's no question about that. But the two to five range 
in the Cy Young situation in the National League is just like it's almost a matter of like personal preference. Um, and looking at the numbers, I don't see. I see w- like there are cases to be made for Zach Gallen to be second or third. Um, but I have a hard time saying he should have been second or yeah. third necessarily. Yeah, no. I didn't think he was going to win it either, and that's the big no, problem. No, he definitely so like, wasn't going to win. It's like really just uh, like like being mad about not being invited to 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 the to the parade to the party to the party. Yeah, you know? there like, is something about being a finalist. <laughs> yeah, it's like you I, know you're you're in the top three. And like you said, I can't be mad about the other finalists because they're all excellent pitchers. They're all well qualified to be there. And to be honest. They all finished higher than Zach Gallon in a lot of categories. So it's not like yeah. Zach, Zach Gallon finished in fourth just outside of those three guys. There's only three finalists announced, but it's just still frustrating. However, there's there's a silver lining to this cloud. Oh. That is that without him being a finalist, Zach Gallon's value remains just a little <laughs> bit lower. That's what you, you're saying been. what Brian just said. Yeah, where is Hopefully he? Hopefully that lowers yeah, Gallon's price. Brian, you and me, buddy. That's exactly where I was at. You you think that like Scott Boris is gonna like ease off in, in contract negotiations? Think, you're you're right. Not, he didn't finish a Cy Young finalist. We'll back no, off another no, few million per year. In my mouth. I do not <laughs> think Scott Boris will ever back off of anything in his life, right? But it's like if Scott Boris is shooting a gun at you, wouldn't you rather he had five bullets instead of six? I'm just <laughs> saying. It's just one less thing. It's one less bullet that's, in that's the That's one of the best analogies I think you have ever made. I'm saying. I mean, Scott <laughs> Boris is a very good shot, so you're dead anyway. But it doesn't matter. I'm just saying. It's like Brian Abdallah says. It's a 1% discount. Whatever sure. it is, it, 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 it just – if he won the Cy Young, it would be it would just incre- add incredible value to him. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like each little less achievement at least makes it a little easier for the Diamondbacks to hopefully sign him to a long term deal, which is yeah. my goal, right? Sure. I, I think he deserves to be paid regardless. I just think the higher that his value goes, the less likely it is that the Diamondbacks are the team that give him that big contract. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, looking at the numbers, like. So, like we said, Sandy Alcantara is the clear front runner here. I mean, he had a two two eight ERA, it's and he threw stupid. almost two hundred twenty nine yeah. innings, which just blows everyone else completely away. Right. Uh, Julio Urias led the National League in ERA. He had a two one six ERA when all was said and done. God, he had um, an incredible for the most part. Didn't he have like a sub one ERA for a while, or like right around? He was for, so good yeah, down the like stretch, a, yeah. down the stretch of the season. So, uh, when I wrote an article about. Zach Gallon's Cy Young chances. I kind of had Urias on the on the periphery of the conversation. This was like a month before the season ended. And then Urias just like shoved the rest of the year. I mean, he like hardly gave up a run yeah. in his last few starts. Um, and yeah, I mean, Zach Gallon, a 254 ERA is really good, um, but it is higher than Freed, Alcantara, and Urias. Um, but yeah, Urias had had such a low ERA. You yeah. can't really make a case he shouldn't be in there. Uh, he I mean, led, I think I think everybody thinks Sandy Alcantara is like far and away the the favorite, yeah. right? But, Alcantara is the favorite. Urias had a two one six ERA. He's got to be in there, right? He led the league in ERA plus. And then Max Fried, if you do like a a, a number by number comparison with Zach Gallen, he just inches out Zach Gallen, yeah. and like not by much, but just like a by a little bit in almost everything. Yeah. And so I like I think Ben hit the one category that Zach Gallen still yes. had the lowest whip and a right. batting average. Right. Yeah. That's the argument you're he making. He doesn't, you're, he doesn't walk and he doesn't give up. Uh, yeah. Hits, right. Know? That's the argument for Gallen, but at the end of the day, 
that's just two metrics, right? And if you if you do a more wholesome comparison, I think yeah, I think it's justified that Max Fried finishes ahead of him just the, by a little bit. The wildest thing for me is if you remove about five innings of Zach Gallen's season, his numbers probably like plummet and and he puts him right in the category for one of the best pitchers, right? There were just a couple of games. Like Where, like if you remove the the bad I mean, the, the bad, bad stuff. I'm just saying because there were and most of them were just like the end of a the end of an outing, right? You know where sure. he was some of those crooked he was numbers perfect so long up until you know the sixth or the fifth, right? Those and I, I'm not trying to I'm, I'm not trying to say anything. It's 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 much uh it's much like the Diamondbacks season, right? If there were some bullpen losses you could take out this season the complexion of the season is completely different right sure you talk about 40 losses by the bullpen you take 10 of those and add them to wins and this diamondback season uh is incredible by comparison right uh gallon had a couple of those outings that really made his era go up you know really where a lot of his a lot of the bad numbers are just like compounded to a sure. very few amount of innings that he actually pitched. So let's just pretend that May 24th didn't happen. So he pitched five and a third innings. He gave up six runs against the Royals. Let's just nix that one. Okay. Is that, is that sort of, is that sort of what you're saying? Let's just well, like pretend. Let's just, I was talking take more his worst outing. And I was talking about it didn't exist. Did the five, it, did the five runs all get charged to him in the sixth inning? Is that no, what you're talking no, about? Oh, okay. Three runs, three runs okay. in the sixth inning. All but right. you're right. There were a lot of starts for him throughout the year where it was like so good for five innings. Yeah. And then like the, the sixth, sixth inning, the sixth things inning. fell apart, right? Yeah. And if luckily, he'd been able to avoid a couple of those. And, and, and he different. got better as the season went on, which is encouraging, right? That's what you want yeah. to see is his ability to last longer and also not fall apart there at the end of his outing. Right. But, I'm just saying numbers wise, there there were a lot of runs given up in in the sixth inning by Zach Gallon yeah. and a lot of his outings this season that I if mean, he removed, it would be uh completely yeah wildly different. Like the fact that we're even talking about this, like a year ago, Zach Gallon had an ERA over four yeah. and had and was on the injured list three times. And and you know, everyone's hoping Brent Strom can kind of help him get back on track. And, and boy, my did he. goodness, did that happen? <laughs> boy, right? did he. That, right? that big uh, folder full of Zach Gallon yeah. facts that he brought with him to that first meeting ended up paying off. That's that's really the takeaway here at the end of the day. I know it's disappointing not to see him being a finalist, and and there are still viable cases to be made that he, maybe he should have been. Not that not that particularly convinced me personally, but. Um, but yeah, the point is the man had an insanely good yeah. season and he's one of the best pitchers in the national league. He's one of the best pitchers in baseball. The diamondbacks have him for three more years at least, and they need to make the most of it because right. they haven't had a pitcher of his caliber in a while. Like he might be better than what Zach Granke was when, when Granke was here during his best years. So, uh, it's, it's a great development for the diamondbacks, no matter what way you look at it. As a matter of fact, these two beers are an excellent uh, metaphor for the oh, here outing. we go. Here we go. Gallon outing, right? Like I'm almost <laughs> done with this beer, right? But we're not done with the show yet, and I want to drink more beer. And I know I have to go to the bullpen here, but I already know. <laughs> I already know this beer sucks, Jesse. I know that. I've tried this beer before. It did earlier in the show. I know it's going to suck, but uh, it's. I'm still going to drink it. The Cardinals, by the way, you want to talk about embarrassment of riches? Have not one, but two MVP finalists for the yeah. National League MVP. Both Paul Goldschmidt, who you may know, and Nolan Arenado, who I definitely know you know, uh, are finalists for the MVP. Is that just completely unfair, Jesse? Is it is it unreasonably it's, it's unfair? It's pretty impressive. Uh, I mean, and Arenado resigned with the Cardinals. So yeah, that's another thing. Yeah, too. he opted in. Um, 
it's it's pretty wild what the Cardinals have going on at first base and third base right now. Yeah. Like like their corner infielders are insane. No other no other team in the league can even remotely compare with what they have going on there. Um, so I don't know who's gonna win this. I think I think Paul Goldschmidt probably still has the upper hand here. What did Josh say? Josh said, "Imagine Derek being a math teacher and he just used an entire pallet of beer cans as his lesson." <laughs> I would. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. That's why my former employer won't be hiring you anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> I applied anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, I I want to say that Paul Goldschmidt is still the front runner here, but it's not it's not by much. Um, according to Fangraphs, wins above replacement Nolan Arenado um, has Goldie slightly. He has seven point three to Goldschmidt seven point one. Manny Machado actually leads the National League with seven point four. He's certainly in this race as well. Um, I think ultimately Goldie's offensive numbers will will carry him to so to the victory. Uh, Manny Machado and Nolan Arenado are getting a lot of that wins above replacement value from their defense and from positional adjustments of being you know third baseman rather than first baseman. Um, but it's really close. I mean, you could you could make a case for any of these guys really. If Shohei Otani isn't the American League MVP, what are we oh, even here doing we go. here, Jesse? Oh, here we go. I mean, is what are we even doing here? What's the point? I don't of think life? that many people agree with that take. I fucking hate those people. Every okay, single one give us, are give you us your. I what what? Give us your what? Give us your what? I the I man, am, the man nearly led the league in home runs and ERA. You mean he was like a top <laughs> five hitter and a top five pitcher? Is yeah, that what you're, is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. True. Fair. Fair. Uh, <laughs> okay. But on the other hand, like, it's interesting. The Athletic did this article at the beginning of October where they asked a bunch of former MVPs, so guys who have won this award in the past, who would you pick for the American League MVP award? Almost all of them say Aaron Judge. No. Almost all of them. No. And I I agree. Like, it's wild, right? Like, if you want to talk about a player... Like, like, what could be more valuable than a guy who who does both? Like, who is not only a top five pitcher, but is also a top five hitter, arguably. Um, maybe the volume isn't quite there for him to quite take on that status, but he's at least close in terms of, like, how many home runs he's hitting and, and how many plate appearances uh, he's had. I mean, the numbers are insane. So it's 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 hard to say. I would lean Aaron Judge. I would probably lean Aaron Judge, but I yeah. but I don't Go. feel yeah. I don't feel that strong Go. about it. Get out of here. Uh, Josh said has MVP equals many home runs. Good. Yeah, I know. Shut up, Josh. <laughs> I hate all of you. Uh, Shohei Otani is just a once in a generation talent. I don't know. Are you are you going to give it to him every year? Every single year. Yeah. Every single year he performs this well, both in hitting and pitching. Yes. Yes. If you're going to perform, I, I have a hard time a top arguing five with that. Pitcher and a top. Five hitter, then yes, I'm going to give it to you every year. Sorry, I think voters get bored of like voting for the same guys over I and over and over care. again. I'm sure, they felt like that about Michael Jordan, but shit doesn't change. <laughs> it doesn't make a difference. The only difference there is that Otani isn't on a winning team, and I think that that yeah. is such a big factor. That's when a you big talk factor. About the most valuable player, what value are you adding to your team? Well, yeah. To be fair. Otani adds a ton of value. The Angels just suck. However, the Angels were in first place for a period of time this season over the Houston Astros, which is saying. The Angels also have to invest a lot of money in keeping Otani, right, inevitably. So thus, that also challenges their ability to put a a roster around him that could be a winning roster, right? So it really 
it, it makes it hard because he is such an incredibly valuable player. And there are so many teams in the league that would pay out the nose for him to come be a part of their that, roster. That will. That yeah, will. That will pay, that will out, pay the out the nose. Within yeah. the next few months. Will, yes. Talk about his agent. Talk about Scott Boris. Talk about an agent, you know, rubbing their hands together. I'm sure this is, agent is on fire right now waiting probably. for Probably. So this is what Mookie Betts said about this. He said, it's all subjective, really. But for me, I would say the best player and the most valuable player are two different things. I mean, nobody can argue that Otani isn't the best player. Nobody does that. He's hitting, going two for four, two for five with homers and RBIs and then throwing eight innings. You know what I'm saying? He's the only one that can do that. But most valuable player is most valuable to your team. And nobody can really argue what Judge is doing, kind of carrying his team to the playoffs. So that's two completely different things in my mind. Yeah, if I had to vote, it would be Judge. That's the words of Mookie Betts. I don't Betts. care what Mookie Betts says. Get out of here. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Shohei Otani, your AL MVP in my mind, at least, in my heart. Uh, by the way, we've talked about this. Of course, our friends at OGs and us here at PHNX, thanks to my negotiating, uh, have come to agreement on a new deal. So well, you're the one who negotiated that. Well, I, oh. okay, here's the thing is as a mayor, uh, my job is to be diplomatic and get two sides <laughs> talking. And to be honest, um, it was mostly about, you know, my favorite strains and doses that OGs has to offer my favorite flavors. But, uh, Jesse, I was strategically aligning us in a way where those conversations would happen, which is what a mayor, good mayor does. A good mayor makes it not really look like he's working, even though he's busting his ass. And that <laughs> is this guy over here. But, of course, we thank our friends at OGs. We're so excited uh, for our new deal with them. And, of course, make sure to try their wonderful selection of OGs gummies, especially their Sleep Edition gummy in uh, Aquaberry. Thanks to Aquaman for that, by the way. Uh, they are a wonderful blend of THC and CBN, which is a compound that helps you not only fall asleep, but stay asleep. So check them out at your local dispensary. Must be 21 years or older to enjoy. Uh, find them online at ogsbrands.com or on Instagram at ogsbrands. And also, DraftKings, helping you win money, uh, helping me win money this weekend, betting against the Cardinals. Reluctantly, but still, I made my hundred dollars. It's become a pretty. Unfortunately, good <laughs> it's much like the Coyotes. It's probably what you should be doing. Just because your team loses doesn't mean you need to. New customers can make any five dollar NBA money line bet. Speaking of losing, what the hell is with the Suns, brother? Yeah, that was rough. Last that night. was rough, but uh, uh, I can't even tell you to can't even tell you to bet on them right now. But you make your decision over at DraftKings Sportsbook. If you uh, get your money line bet, you win it, you'll get $200 in free bets instantly. You can also boost your winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped up same game parlays. It's this simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app wherever you get your apps. Use promo code PHNX and get your $200 in free bets should your $5 NBA money line bet win. Uh, that's promo code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Oh, yesterday was a celebratory day for the Houston Astros, Jesse. Uh, they celebrated their World Series parade 21 years to the day of Arizona's only championship parade. And, of course, you know who brought you that. We did. Wait. Did yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was you us? and me, right? Yeah. We did that. Um, but, of course, uh, there was a lot of talk about the crowd in Houston that was in attendance, uh, mostly Phillies fans uh, trying to, you know, stomp on the Astros joy. There was Phillies fans aren't going to long forget what happened in this World Series. And I think the Astros are going to be very high on their list for, you know, very, a long time. But 
Uh, according to reports, there was over a million people in attendance to the Houston Astros parade. Uh, their, it's their, wild. Their chant that I didn't understand was the We Want Houston chant, which Jesse uh, kind of enlightened me about, where it was uh, Yankees fans apparently chanting We Want Houston after they won their uh, division series. It sort of became a rally cry for Astros fans. It wasn't after a good. That. That's like, not a good. That's not a good look. Right, no, like in no. our in our group chat at work, uh, Bo Brack is facing Cheerston Suzel, and for uh, did I get it right? That's no, no, it's no. Susel. Every time it's, you say her last name, is it I Sussel? have to correct it's you. Susel. No, it's not it's Susel. <laughs> it's not Cheerston Suzel. Susel. Susel. Yeah, I know. Uh, anyway, here's the thing: is is that she was on TV? Like, they're come fi- on, Derek. They're, they're fighting for last place in our league, and of course, <laughs> uh, Bo Brack had to talk trash about Cheerston prior to the game being over, as they were facing each other, and Cheerston won at the last minute. And of course, the trash talking might have been a big reason why he lost. Just if you believe in karma, if you're a karma believer, and that might have been <laughs> what happened to the Yankees here. So the Astros fans have turned their We Want Houston chant into uh, their own rally call, which they have enjoyed not only through the World Series, but uh, I've seen World Series winner shirts with We Want Houston on them and such. They're really uh, taking this to the extreme. But of course, uh, they also recreated their hat returning video that went viral in 2017 when they won their last World Series. Uh, this is them uh, returning a hat. I'm not. You'll see it here in a minute. There it is. There's the hat going up, uh, going up. It's probably like level three right now, a level four. Uh, Jesse, what 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 are your thoughts on this being part of the celebration? The the returning the hat to the guy on the top level at a parking garage being a tradition odd it's a weird tradition <laughs> it's weird it's a weird tradition like it happened and it was cool but now you're kind of making it into something else maybe am i am i am i am i am i am i am i, am I raining on people's parade literally right now with this wait so explain this again to me what exactly is happening so in, in the 2017 video? world series a man that was up on the higher level dropped his hat down and the fans which are all united because they're all houston astros fans right and having themselves a good time uh, decided to help return the man's hat by throwing it up level to level okay, until it okay. reached that person back on the top level. So thus, in this video, what you are seeing is a recreation of that event. They 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 did it again in honor of that, and they'll do it every World Series, I guess. It sounds like potentially dangerous. Like like you kind of like leaning out in a part like on the seventh floor of an apartment like like parking complex like like trying to catch the hat i I hope nobody falls over on their parade oh my god well you're on safety osha violations with this i just i don't know it just seems like i would be awfully cautious if i were doing that i I would definitely be watching i would not be up there you're just tossing it up and catching it you're just leaning over and catching it is that really that dangerous i mean Oh, I guess man. it depends on who you are. Now, now you're ma- now you're making me feel bad. Now you're making me feel bad. But here's the thing: is at least when we celebrated our parade, Ben agrees with me. There was nobody. No, stop, Ben. Don't, don't. It's don't like ever. semi. Like it's not don't crazy, crazy. Him but it's semi dangerous. Like you would have to lean out a pretty decent ways in order to be able to like see the person above you. I never want. And to then go. like. To a strip club with you ever. You're never going to let me have any fun at a strip club if we went to one together. I just know it right now. Uh, of course, here we did say that, of course, this parade took place uh, 21 years to the day of Arizona's only championship parade. God, I hate saying that. Wasn't it like 
Obviously, I was way too young to actually be present for this moment. Uh, wasn't it like really hot outside? It was. Something? Yeah, it was. It was very hot. Yes, it was tremendous. Even though it was hot, November, yeah. I remember right. people have told me about it being like well, 100 here, degrees this, or something this ridiculous that day. past weekend. It was like 60 degrees, and apparently a year ago today it was like 96. So yes, it can be very hot still in November, and it was on yeah. this day. Uh, there were a lot of people downtown jesse yeah <laughs> that is a lot of so people cool. on jefferson and i love seeing that that's not first friday by the way you guys that's actually a shot of the world series parade believe it or not uh, even though the two events look very similar uh this was an incredible showing by arizona sports fans and honestly uh one of my biggest regrets was not attending this parade i did not go i had work and i tried everything i could to get out of it and my boss uh, who was a veterinarian and an evil Disney villain. Absolutely. <laughs> and you know what the wildest thing is? We had season fucking tickets together, me and that guy, and he still didn't let me go to the parade. You would think wow. that you'd let somebody go to the parade. I know people like kind of joke about that a lot, like like their sports teams, you know, writing letters on social media that you can give to your employer. Houston to say, closed like, schools. They closed the schools yesterday so the kids could yeah, tell, yeah. tell this out. That's like, what you fucking do. You, you close the schools. If you uh, win a championship, in any of the like major american sports that's what you do that's what you do nobody has to work nobody has to go to school that's the way that it should be josh hunt says i tried going but i wasn't born yet unfortunately get him the fuck out of here can we boot him from the chat Leah? i don't want to hear any more of this talk of not i did not realize josh was that young i'm shook <laughs> i didn't either you know he like wasn't it. born for the 2001 i mean World i was Series five play? to be fair and i didn't live in arizona how old how old are you josh i don't believe you no, i want to see your is josh ID. like is he like in high school are you like what are you what are you Come well, on. he would have to be 21 or younger now. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's a baby. All right. Well, I don't believe that because I'm pretty sure I've had shots with that guy, but I could be wrong about <laughs> that. Of course. I don't want to say that publicly now because I have no idea how old he is. Uh, over 300,000 fans were in attendance to that parade, by the way. The Phoenix Fire Department actually named a uh, fire truck the big unit that day yeah and that's, that's great that it permanently stuck by the way it wasn't just like a one-day thing that fire engine was that's forever amazing. known as the big unit and randy johnson did ride on it in the parade uh but i guess my uh unfortunate question is how long until we get to feel this feeling again oh. how long until Ooh. we're out there in the streets right outside of this office jesse throwing streamers and celebrating and, Name, uh, naming fire trucks all the tools oh see josh <laughs> josh doesn't even know how old he is josh get the again Boot Josh from the chat. I'm tired of this. He's 27. Uh, but yeah. yeah, Josh, you were definitely alive for I know. the World Series Come on, parade. No, than Jesse over here. Come on. Uh, but okay, uh, how long do you think? And do you think that the Diamondbacks will be the team that brings us? You that haven't joy? answered my question. Are what? we naming the fire truck all the tools? Is that what we would name it? <sighs> no. 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 The fire truck would probably be. Need like the Melkaman or something like that, right? Okay, right. All I'm right. giving, a, I'm getting a Zach Gallon leading us to victory kind of vibe. Sure, Wait, sure. You know, Fair enough. maybe the Young King. I'd like a fire truck <laughs> named the Young King. Um, uh, yeah. the, the Risp King. The Risp King. <laughs> Championship season, SCN. Yes. SCN. There you go. I like it. Uh, um, okay, I'll actually answer your but, question. Okay, well, how long until we have a parade? And will it be the D-backs bringing it to us? Oh, you're talking just Arizona sports. Arizona sports parade. Will Ooh. it be the Suns bringing it to us? I think, think it's. I think it's generally like, I don't know. I think the Suns is the safest bet right now because the Suns were in the NBA Finals two years ago, and had they not flopped in horrific fashion a year ago, they probably should have been again. 
And this year, Wait, they're still on. a pretty darn good team. Hold on. Ben says these names are terrible, Derek. I'm sorry. You know what? I don't like the name Ben. How do you feel about that? <laughs> sorry. Anyway, go ahead. It's <laughs> so needlessly is it, rude. Is it? Is it? <laughs> yeah, but he says Suns are more likely. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, Suns like you're going to – even though I, I personally – and this pains me to say, I don't think the Suns are going to win a championship in the next few years. I don't think it's going to happen. So, but at the same time, I still have to bet on the Suns as being more likely than a team like the Diamondbacks that as of right now is still only I mean, coming off a 74-win season, right? Like they're not exactly getting warm when it comes to championship aspirations at this point. So it's an impossible question to answer, frankly. But if I have to, if, if you're pointing a gun to my head and saying I have to pick a team, it would be the Suns. Yeah. All right. There you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, luckily it's it's uh, Scott Boris is going to be. Only has five bullets instead of six. Remember that. Uh, shout out to our friends at Four Peaks, of course. Uh, I'm drinking all of these beers, whether they're dented in and have no uh, carbonation or not. But I'm that's blaming not Four Peaks' fault. That's, I'm blaming that's, that's someone around fault. this fucking office. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's for is sure. That, should we add that to the list of yeah. the, un- the unwritten rules? The unwritten yeah. Rules Don't fucking crack a beer office. just a little bit and then put it back in the fridge. Once you've done that, you have to drink it. And that's them's the rules was but. it not sealed um let's not worry about that okay. let's not worry about if it okay. was sealed or not because maybe it wasn't maybe i'm just drinking an unsealed beer that someone opened and put back in the fridge i don't know jesse but i would never blame four peaks because they give us the wonderful uh, joy bus wow wheat and all their variety uh, we're also teaming up with them for our uh to host all of our u.s and mexico world cup matches at their eighth street pub course the a street pub is the best place to be it's the best place to get chicken tenders also uh, enjoy beer specials giveaways guest appearances and so much more check the link in the show notes to register for free that way we have an idea of how many people are going to come four peaks i don't know if you've been to the a street pub but it's a little it's it, it can get pretty crowded pretty fast so make sure to register if you're going to join us must be 21 years or older to enjoy their beer and enjoy responsibly uh, also, shout out to our friends Underdog Fantasy. If you haven't downloaded that app, make sure to grab it. Underdog Fantasy is bringing you all of the fantasy pick and plays and fantasy draft uh, you can do with your friends. You can do with all sorts of people. You can make yourself some money, too. Use your knowledge just like I did. Win yourself $1,000 uh, by picking higher or lower on individual performances over at Underdog Fantasy. And you could turn yourself into an overdog. As Jesse would hey. say, hey, Jesse likes that. It's a stupid. I, I shouldn't encourage him either. It's a word. It's in the dictionary. Oh, I don't believe we did. You, we did this while we did this while no. you were while you were out. Actually, uh, it was me and Jacob, and I showed him. We put it on the screen. It's actually in the dictionary. I have screenshots. Yeah, uh, dictionary.com. Merriam-Webster like also like confirms overdog is in fact a word, I even if I'm it. the only person that don't. uses He's it. He's the only person I've ever heard <laughs> come out of his mouth. But of course, don't look for overdog. Look for underdog fantasy, and you can search in the app store or click the link in the show notes sign up with promo code phnx and underdog will match your first deposit up to 100 of course again that's underdog underdog not overdog uh that's underdog fantasy <laughs> use promo code phnx and get in on all the action today uh by the way before we head out we want to give a quick shout out to i guess some friends from the organization uh they are our broadcasters for the amarello sod poodles and they're also the great grandsons of the legendary Harry Carey, uh, the Carey twins, Steve, Stefan and Chris yep. uh, Carey, who both broadcast for the Amarillo Sod Poodles and, and are twins and are probably very sick of getting confused for one another. 
Yeah, that's at this I'm, point. I'm sure. I'm absolutely sure. We would have them on as an interview, but I bet they don't even want to do interviews together anymore. I wouldn't yeah. want to be in the same room as my twin brother, and I don't know how that works. <laughs> and we wouldn't know who's who. We wouldn't so. know who's who. They could totally do that to us. But <laughs> no, they're great. They're great. Uh, if you've ever, uh, if you've never tuned in to a Amarillo Sod Poodles game, it's absolutely worth it. They're they're both on the mic, and it, it's funny. Like it's a funny dynamic with you know two people who are literally brothers, who are literally twin brothers, right? Um, just like their chemistry with each other and, uh, they're kind of funny and, um, I think they do a really good job with that. So. I did, I did not know the broadcasters for the sod poodles were twins. So when I was listening to it, uh, one time I thought, wow, these two guys, it's like, <laughs> it's like, there's just one guy talking. <laughs> I literally yeah. thought that at times. They, I think their voices the are, their voices are different enough yeah, that I do think they, you can distinguish. Well, and they, they do a great job of calling the games, uh, yeah. together. You can tell their chemistry, obviously they've had a long time to work on it, but, uh, their chemistry. <laughs> is very great so real talk though like would you want to have like your dream job with your twin brother see i don't know because i have had friends that are twins and they were not i don't want to use the word weird but they were very much okay with being twins and they very much like they were very close and enjoyed each other's okay. companies and, and company and wanted uh to do stuff together so i'm just like, impressed like yeah. i feel like i love my my two older brothers but like like doing that with like working with them like on the mic like oh, I'd every, kill like i kill them yeah like uh, i don't yeah. think that's something that most no. siblings could possibly handle no. so i am very impressed by it. they're also like 22 years old yeah. so it's it's wild what they've been able to accomplish at that age and obviously they have some family pedigree backing them up right in their, in their careers but they're genuinely very good at what they do so we'll have we'll have to have them on the show at some point pugs and hugs in the comments says i dated triplets that's all a at, fascinating all, all at once <laughs> we need to we need to chat i want this. the backstory but yeah. i also don't want no, the backstory no, no no i totally want the backstory on that but uh of course again shout out happy birthday to the carrie twins uh stefan and chris uh, and shout out to the Amarillo Sod Poodles, who, by the way, uh, make sure to keep an eye out for Jesse's upcoming uh, minor league videos featuring uh, Brandon Fott. Which Ooh, is, he's we're, we're doing it. We're giving the reveal. We're giving the reveal. So uh, make sure to join us again tomorrow. In the meantime, you can follow us uh, on Twitter for as long as we are there. I don't know how much Twitter uh, longer Twitter is going to last, but uh, until it burns <laughs> to the ground, I am at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs. Please follow us. We're somehow losing followers. I don't know what's going on there. And pretty soon we're going to have to give like our LinkedIn page. Because Elon is getting rid of people Elon's left and right. getting rid of people left and right. And he's just removing our followers. But make sure to follow <laughs> us over there. And of course, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Again, we thank you guys for joining us in the chat. We always thank you for being here. On behalf of Leah, Jesse, and myself, we thank you for your time. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you play it without your twin brother. <laughs> <laughs>